Hello, welcome to the podcast. Oh, hello, welcome Hi. to the podcast. We oh. haven't got to... Carrot. 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 That's Carrot's what, just, is that I'm, why you just gave me a no? You just shook your head? Well, I just thought we should have the whole team here for this. Like I just sent Unless out, we're going to talk about him. Well, we're not. I just sent Carrot out to get on, on a little mission for something we're doing next. Like, let's face it. If we were going to talk about Carrot while he wasn't in the room, it would still be a bunch of people just sitting around going, how lovely is Carrot? Oh, Honestly, 100%. today... I don't Matt, know anyone who could say a bad thing about well, Carrot. Matt randomly came up to me today saying he was discussing with some other colleagues in the building today about how nice Carrot is. He's so, and that he's we should such do, a catch. we should do our next arc story arc should be setting Carrot up. Hundred percent. He doesn't need help. No, he being doesn't. Set need up, it. And then I said no because he's mine. And <laughs> I said he's so wonderful unless he's got human skin somewhere in the uh, in the under the bed. Oh, oh that is definitely yeah. the deal breaker. Yeah. yeah. And it and oh, it'd be tough though, wouldn't it? You'd be like, oh, oh nice guy, but he's got bucket of skin. And you know, <laughs> you've got to, skin. skin. You've got to take those. <laughs> I remember a friend of mine was really into a guy and they had about six months that she was really loved up and he said to her, it'd be really great uh, if you could piss on me. Oh, and, it's just a and, kink. And she, was a, she, she said, oh, that was a deal breaker for me. And I went, why? Like, I mean, yeah. you don't have to do it, but can't you just say, that's not for me, but can we keep going with our... With the rest of With it. With the rest of it. Or try it. But she couldn't get over it. Speaking yeah. of our sweet angel, he's here now. Hello, Hello Carrot. You've got to start the podcast without me. Yeah. Well, oh, no. See, Pete started you. it and I said, no, no, we don't have the full team here. Pete. Carrot, we started without you, but it was just so we could talk about you while you weren't here. What do you think we said about you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> was it... A- I, I hope it was good. Well, it, it started nice, but somehow, as is the want with this podcast, <laughs> yeah. it ended up with people pissing on each other. So and I, I don't and know. can I? Can I? Can I guess? Can I have one guess to see who the person was that changed the mood? The mood yes. of the podcast was yeah. it Rami? No, <laughs> it wasn't Rami. No, it wasn't. I can see why no. you would think that. That's why it's such a weird day today, Kerrod. No. Number one, the podcast yeah. started without you, which is terrible. But number two, it is completely unpredictable because it wasn't Rami that yeah. brought the tone no. down. No, no we thought it? you were. We said how beautiful you were, Thank but you. we wondered if there was a dark side. Perhaps you collect human skin, <laughs> and, and then it went in. And, and went then on Matt from talked there. about okay. someone uh, he knows who wanted to pee on his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, oh not geez. my girlfriend, but a, a friend I know. Oh, yeah. on. His, oh, as no, in the guy yes. on his own girlfriend. <laughs> he on Matt's girlfriend. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, mate, can I pee on your girlfriend, please? God, I missed oh, yeah. a lot in that short yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. I will fess up to something, though. The reason Carrie probably thought it was me, another reason, is because <laughs> we had this thing going. Well, <laughs> I have this thing going. Every time he gets up to go to the toilet and he's like, he tells me I'm going to go to the toilet, I'd be like, save some for me. Mm. Oh, oh wow! I see. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. so it's cute. a joke. I'm not into it. It was just funny. It's funny between us. Yeah, for those isn't it, Karen? Laugh. It's fine for you to be into it though. Like that's okay. There's no judgy, judgy here. It's I okay, love you guys. There's no judgy, yeah. judgy. It's just not appropriate behaviour for the workplace. Like no. not in the no. producer log. Well, any other workplace, sure. Yeah, yeah. radio is a little different. Oh, as yeah. in it's allowed here. It is yeah. until oh, okay. human resources <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do we have a human resources department? Hello, they, if we do. They've got the sweetest job ever. We never call them. They never have to deal with anything and they're getting a full-time wage. That's right. It's so good. Human resources, if you're listening, shout out to yeah, you. Shout out, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Keep, Thank keep you service. Up on the desk, whatever you're yeah. doing. Carrot, <laughs> um, what did you bring in today? Well, I believe you had something planned. I, I had a little bit planned because Matt went to a music festival on the weekend. I and did. We 
haven't heard much about it. No, no one's more surprised about that than Matt. <laughs> Damn straight. But you left the house? Do you know who yeah. played at Somersault? <laughs> yeah, I, well, I was there. I watched them. Yeah, sure. San Cisco. Oh, yeah, yeah. great. I've, I think we've got some audio. So, this is down Cisco. south, by the way. Yeah, Somersault. It was down south in Denmark, Denmark. at the Castelli Winery. Yeah. They played this song, actually. Good yeah. WA band. Yeah, they were fantastic. Boy and Bear and Birds of Tokyo. Oh, great. Um, and it was beautiful. Uh, the funny part of it was that, you know, I, I, I was looking forward to going as long as we could find a place that was sort of quiet. Or away from the. But I don't the, want at to a be concert. near the music. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, not not quite in terms of, of volume necessarily, but just you know, I like to be at the backish of most things that I go to. I just feel more comfortable. Of course. There. Uh, but the only spot we could find my wife and I to was at the front. Oh, that's mortifying. Like the very front. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God. And I I'm had to have to pretend to know the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I had to go and get us. Um, we didn't have earplugs, and I started to worry because both of us have, you know, lost our hearing <laughs> over. Lo- so I, I came back with napkins, and we ended up these two old farts at the front of the stage <laughs> oh with God. napkins shoved no, in our ears. No, didn't. Yeah, we did. Oh, my God. Like, you know. Tore off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two most like unmus like not unmusical, but you guys that's should so not be funny. at a music concert, it seems. <laughs> no, but both spent their lives like singing in bands. Well that's what I mean. Yeah, that's that's yeah. inflicted. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. No, I, I I'll be honest with you, for me it is a bit of an agoraphobia thing. Mm. I, I don't like being around a lot of people. Sure. I do get a little bit uncomfortable. Mm. But it was all of the classic stuff like T said to me. Oh my God! The line for the women's toilets, and I and I saw it and went, "Oh, don't get Kimber started." <laughs> and, so, and you could see, you could see there was this real kind of, uh, what do they call it, the thousand yard stare uh, on the women's faces who, who look at the line, and then because we were in sort of countryside, start looking at places that you could possibly uh, do a wee wee uh, you know, <laughs> oh, wow. in a bush or behind a caravan. Oh, or we've yeah. got so many questions. We sit in that line and we think, what are you all doing? I could do this in half the That's time my, you're doing it in. That was going to be a serious question. Why You is waited always... for me, Rami. You went, so at the R&B festival, hmm. at, R, at R&B Fridays, we went uh, and Rami lovingly snuck me into the men's bathroom because the women's line was too long. Way too long. And we lined up in the men's bathroom politely until a bunch of drunk women came in and ruined it for everyone and security came and kicked us out (laughs) right when I was the next to go in the door. Oh, no. Right, so I'd stood there the whole time, no problem. I'm about to go in and we all get kicked out. And Rami very kindly stood with me again when I had to then go line up in the women's line a lot further back. Then I would have Did been, you hold her right? hair back? I, hold, I held her hair <laughs> do you, But why? Do you feel, after we watched how many women went into the bathroom, do you feel I came out faster than everybody else oh, did? Oh, 100%. What are they doing? I don't know, but I was wondering if you can shed some light on that because every place you go, like, for example, I took my mum out to go see Moulin Rouge at Crown the other weekend and, you know, intermission, we all go to the bathroom, men in and out, in and yeah. out. Women's line was so long already. Yeah. So is it because well, Kim's have always been known for having a good, strong, healthy flow? <laughs> <Hello. laughs> yeah. But the serious question is it because your women's toilets don't have. Well, urinals, there's a couple obviously? of extra things. I guess you've got to open the door and lock it. Then you've got to hang your handbag. 
then undo your clothes. I suppose if you're dealing with sanitary items, then that's an extra additional thing. Yeah. And then you've only got limited ma- number If you were of wearing a play suit, well, you've got to get naked to oh, bloody okay. use the bathroom yeah. and then dress yourself again. Yeah. So yeah. play suit's an interesting cool. choice for me. I, I love I love a play suit. They look uh, fantastic. They look amazing. Jeez, they're horrible they're to wear in public. So unpractical. Yeah. In, pu- impractical. in public, they're terrible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for I sure. I just love how this podcast started with pee talk and ended it with pee talk. <laughs> yeah. What a surprise. Yeah, what a what round, a surprise. full circle moment. Mm, mm. Anyway, the war in Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> what is on the podcast today, guys? Uh, Merrick on the Watts. Podcast today. Merrick Watts is on isn't the podcast. He, isn't he a sweet dude? He is. Yeah, he is. He's lovely man. The There's a story guy. there, though, is that the one time I was nominated for an ACRA, uh-huh. which is the Commercial Radio Awards for Australia, um, and went to the special auspicious event over east and waited and I thought, I might actually have a chance here. I might actually win an ACRA. This this could be my moment, mm-hmm. right? And then realised that Merrick Watts had two submissions in the same category as me. <laughs> oh. And I thought... <laughs> The chances of me being a winner up against Merrick Watts once is no mm. chance. Mm-hmm. So the fact that there were two of his in the same one, I was like, see you later. And <laughs> What's Merrick, the chances? Yeah, uh, Merrick nice. totally took it out and I just smiled politely I saw that. in case I, I was being it. filmed. What was the category? Um, I can't even remember. Quickest pisser. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what it was. We're back. <laughs> like to have two submissions in the one. Anyway, it was like documentary or something. You know what he did? He went in with like an army with a April twenty five war thing. Oh, he right. went in with embedded. Like, it's oh. the Anzac journey of. Oh, and I'm sure. like, I can't yeah, beat sure. the Anzacs. No, of course not. No, you, you know? can't beat the I can't, Anzacs. Like my poor co-host died. No. It was about the death of Shane and the the late Shane McFarlane. And I was like, even Shane's death couldn't beat. The Anzacs. This is Kimber. I'm embedded in the women's toilets here in the line <laughs> waiting to see. Gotta <laughs> be quiet. Rest in peace, Shane. What else is on the podcast? Oh, um, hormone injections if you want to get over a, a hangover. Yes. Seems a little extreme. Mm. Uh, Pete is going off to try wrestling tomorrow. This is uh, starting to take off quite quickly, isn't it? This is bizarre. Look, don't let's not get crazy, mate. You're going for one little session in a little ring, and I suppose with a couple that, of your few little boxing friends. I suppose that's it, isn't it? <laughs> Wrestling Just friends. Stop it saying the way that you make it sound like that makes well, it sound like out. I've wasted the last 25 years of my life on this childish like, thing, this like, infatuation. <laughs> You're going to be a wrestler or something. You haven't even gone for one session. Just go for a session and have a fun time. That's all mm. you have to do. You dare to dream, kid. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> that's sweet. inspiration. <laughs> uh, Kimber's big ones. Yep. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was good. Surprising. Very yeah. surprising. Yeah. Nice little local Info. one this yeah. morning. Yeah. 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 Um, top that. Also surprising oh. how far we went with that. God. That's ridiculous. Gosh. I started to think people were making it up. It was really insane today. Uh, I thought we'd end up with a number of six, and we made it a lot further than mm, that. But also, mm. were we surprised? I mean, Perth yeah, drivers. I'm sorry, but maybe not surprised. I wasn't all that surprised with the number. I, like I was like, okay, we're going to get a high number here. But when she started talking about what it is exactly her friend was, was doing, doing to yeah. achieve, yeah. it was like her friend was challenging herself to get that number. <laughs> yeah. Christ. And it's there concerning. is a number that you get to where I don't think you should be allowed to go for it again. Oh, God, no. Because you're clearly That's not fair. hardwired yeah. to do that activity. That's that You'll find so out if you fair. listen to the podcast. Oh. Good hook. Great um, hook. 
And Matt did, and Matt, Matt did a great sketch. <laughs> Matt he did a fantastic he sketch. He did. He did. It was fantastic. Oh, it was. And uh, then it wasn't even New Zealand, eh? No, no. it wasn't, A. <laughs> it's very good. I love that accent. Um, I, was, I didn't mean to. Just Matt. I just come see it, eh? <laughs> Here you go. Have Enjoy a piss cast. I'm going to piss myself. Actually, you know what? That oh. would have been today. Would have been the perfect, perfect podcast for New Zealand accent because, like, top bit, bog yeah. ones, hormone injection. <laughs> they all <laughs> just think. They all just <laughs> think. Merrick Watts. All, oh, this is a terrific. This is Auckland FM. <laughs> now, this is this is interesting. Okay, and also a little bit mind blowing and a little bit shocking. But if you are somebody. Who is um, either getting your, your kids ready today for their driving test or you are going to do one yourself and it's happening here in Perth? Lucky you. Yeah, because it appears so. Yeah, everybody else is putting in a phone call to DOT, the Department of Transport, trying to book their test and getting told, sorry, we're booked out for the rest of 2023, which is absolutely mind-blowing. Scarborough mum Narell said she's been trying to get in for a couple of months to get her daughter in for a driving test, and now she has to go to Esperance because it's the only place that there's a test available, and it's still at the end of April. Yes. This is crazy. I oh, like we, we are hearing shortages of all sorts of things, right? Like the, you know, And I probably government-related shortages as well. The most recent one has been, hey... All of a sudden, everybody was like, oh, the borders are open. We can go travel. Oh, better get my passport ready. And then it's like, no, sorry, you can't have your passport for six months. And all this. Now this is transferring into going and getting your license. But the driver's license thing, this doesn't make sense and it's rubbish because when we went for our license, you had the option of choice and you went anywhere based on the rumours that were going around at the time. And what was the rumour for you? The rumour for us uh, when we were going for our licence was to avoid Gosnells, might have been Armadale, whichever one is out in that direction because everyone was like, you're not going to pass if you go there. Mm-hmm. They're tough. Mm. And everyone, they would like name one name of the guy that's at that joint. Like, oh, if you get that guy, Good you're luck. never going to pass. Yep. And so you'd go to the easy, the one that you thought was the easiest. But that doesn't always work because then you're doing roads you don't know. Well, we had Welsh pool. Oh, yeah. And uh, for us, it was the, because uh, it was all of us at St. Norbert's pretty much going to get our licenses at the same time, right? Right. And you'd all go to Welsh pool because we all lived in the same area, went to the school in the same area. And it was like, avoid the big hulking bald guy. Because he's angry. <laughs> it's like if you get the bald guy, no one could say his name, but you knew if you got the bald guy, good luck to you, mate. But also it was one of those things where, like, I don't know, I just went in and I only had to do, you only have to do the test once. You do the test and you get out. Well, that's, like, not, that's that, not the case for everybody. Okay. Well, that, yeah, that was the case for, for the you. most people. I mean, well, yeah, my girlfriend took five times. Five goes. Five goes at having a license. Uh. My parents were like, I don't want you going in her car. She shouldn't be driving you anywhere. I agree. I'd be like, we're going to go to Frio and drive down the Cappuccino Strip. My parents were like, no, you're not. <laughs> um, once for me, as in never failed, got it on the first time. You got it on the first time. Yep. Producer Kerrid, uh, how'd you go with your driving test? I was lucky enough to go first time. Yeah, first see? time? Of course you do. Now, I know Rami's on the phone at the moment taking a call, but... Rami will put his fingers up. How many times did it take you, Rami? Driving test. I failed mine once. Failed his once. <laughs> he failed his once. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's not funny. All right? I'm there just trying to think of all the reasons why. Rami would have failed. Why did you fail? <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to admit. I, 
the, the instructor hit his head on the window. <laughs> Hang on. I went too fast on a roundabout <laughs> and he bumped his head. <laughs> he wasn't okay. <laughs> wow. Good execution of oh, a roundabout, though. You're the best. How many driving tests have you failed, Kieran, in Wanneroo? Um, the failed my first motorbike one, got the second one and failed three times on the driving test until I went in an instructor car. Did more wrong in that and still passed. <laughs> <laughs> you just think maybe the, um, the, the first car wasn't getting you across the line. Oh, mate, he freaked out about my, the first car. It was oh. an old bomb, and he's like, oh, no, and just crapped himself before he even got in. <laughs> You're a ripper. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so we've got three. Yeah. Now, this is a top that, so we're going up. Lorna in Joondalup, can you top that? Hello, Lorna? Yes. How yes, many yes, times yes. have you failed your test? Five times. Right, five, five times. Five. Have you got yeah. it now, Lorna? Yes, yes, for sure. Okay, five <laughs> times. Can I ask what yeah. do you think was the biggest problem those five times? They were really, really tough, like small mistakes. They will fail you okay. straight away. Okay. Yeah. Yep, so just unreasonable. They're just being unreasonable, Pete. Didn't check your blind spots. Definitely not the driving. All right. Louise in <laughs> Carambine, good morning. How many times did you fail your test today? Um, well, it's not, it's not me. It's my daughter. She failed eight times. Oh, <gasps> we've got an eight. We've got an eight. Louise, what do you think's falling over in the training part there? I think it's tuned up. It's really, you know, they have, they have a big failure rate and you fail on one thing and then you pass on that and fail on something else. In the end, we used a friend's address and we did it up in Jinjin. Oh, and, and through first time? Uh, yeah, in Jinjin, yeah. And I've got my son takes his driving test today in Jinjin up for the first time. Took me six months to get in that test. Yeah, well, obviously. This, now, this is what got us onto this subject in the first place because we were hearing for, about a, uh, a Perth resident who's had to fly her daughter to Esperance in April, mind you, or mm. August, uh, because they cannot get in because the rest of 2023 is booked out. Yeah, it does make me wonder it's why. It's crazy. But, Louise, why, crazy. is your son nervous about going to Joondalup now, knowing the history? Yeah, no, he is, because uh, he's obviously he's a 17-year-old boy doing manual, and the chances are they won't pass him. They oh. don't, you know, like he looks around at his mates, they've all failed. What's his name, Louise? Time. His name's Jack. Jack, good luck today, buddy. You've Go got him, Jack. this. Go get him. Confident, not cocky. And if you haven't, go to Jinjin. Yeah, you've got it. Um, all right. Faith in Cottesloe. Can we get above eight? Are we into double digits here, Faith? Surely not. We are. <gasps> Faith, how many times have you failed? Ten. Ten, Ten times. <laughs> Have you got your license yet? No. Oh, darling, what's happening? What, what's the feedback you're getting? I just get so nervous in the car. And you know what? I'm going to say too, Faith, don't feel bad because the real driving test is how people are driving every day. And my God, the people of Perth are shocking. We are the worst (laughs) drivers in the world. So you should be more worried about being on the road when you've got your license. But yeah, you, I hate driving anyway. Faith, can I just say, like, there's a there's a thing to for, said for being honest as well. I remember my driving test, right? I had one moment where it could have failed me on Welshpool Road, mm-hmm. okay? Welshpool and Treasure, the intersection there. Yep. And because I sat there for ages and the instructor was like, why did you sit there for ages? And I said, because I would rather sit here for ages and wait patiently and then take my time than get in a car accident. And yes. it was like, okay, I will pass you for that. That's a fair okay. thing. Now, we've had 10. I mean, good luck, Faith. I hope she... The thing is that if you go 10 times and you fail, then it makes you more nervous that you're not going to pass and then you become... It's more difficult, right? We've, we've had 10, we're into double digits and yet Surely we've still not. got one more person to go to. Top that. Mel. Mel. Waikiki. Tell us about your friend. Hello, Hello. Mel. Mel. Hello. How many, How times, many times, Mel? 
Yes, my friend failed 18 times. Let's go. 18 times. Whoa! That is incredibly expensive. <laughs> so one for every year she was born, basically, because oh, she got a license when she was 19. Yeah, okay. Wow, 18 times. 18. What, what was it, Mel? Was it always the same thing? You know? No. Hooning once, going too fast. Um. She was in her boyfriend's V8. She dropped the clutch and had some smoke going, so she failed. She then took her mum's car and she was parallel parking and she hit the garbage bin. Um, she went through a stop sign. The list goes on. Now, I, oh, my God. I feel like your friend still should not be driving. Um, motorplex. She's She'll be there. Now. She's a rally car driver now. Oh, <laughs> she's is just... that a thing? That is wild, Mel. She yeah. realised she couldn't be boxed in. I'm sorry, but at what part in the driving test do you go, you know what, this is probably a good time to drop the clutch? <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be honest here. Come on. Pete, and Kimber. Well, look, I guess everyone's heard about this $40 million Powerball jackpot that went off last Thursday and no one has yet claimed the prize. Wow. And, of course, we, we, we hope that nothing bad has happened. No, but, but if, if normal circumstances right now, we'd all be going, redraw, mm. redraw. redraw. Uh-huh. And, you know, we're all thinking, what are you doing, dude? Please check your ticket and go and get it, you know, zapped or mm. whatever you need to do. And, and, and it, you know, we can't let it go because basically we all dream of this moment, mm. of the, the Powerball victory where we can oh. just tell everyone to get stuffed who we ever <laughs> wanted to say that to. So, uh, yeah. Here's the, here we go. And the Powerball 18. Good luck, everyone. This is a public service announcement from Lottery West. On Thursday, the 2nd of March, a person or persons as yet unknown had all the correct numbers in the $40 million Powerball jackpot. The ticket sold to this person or persons was purchased in the metro area and as yet the prize of $40 million remains unclaimed. That's $40, million so far unclaimed. What the f*** are you doing? Do you know how much money that is? $40 million? If, if you earn the average Australian wage, it would take you over 400 years to earn that much money. And if you're a woman, you could never earn that much money. With $40 million, you could buy a magnificent beach house in Cottesloe, a clifftop villa on the Amalfi Coast, and get what you actually need to feed your family at the supermarket. When you claim this $40 million prize, you will be quite within your rights to tell the boss to shove it and tell Nathan in the office who never puts his dishes in the dishwasher what you really think of him. You could get whiter teeth, a faster car and bigger breasts, all with change to spare. With $40 million, you could get newer, better friends, hang out with other multimillionaires in WA and laugh and chat with your rich new friends while you find new ways to exploit our fragile environment. For God's sake, check your pockets. I know you've still got some time, but it's really annoying those of us that know that we haven't won, so would you just do it already? Lottery West. That's the ticket. Kimbers, big ones. You will win a crappy prize. Kimber, I'd like you. Hello, I'd like you to say hello to Val in Atwell. Oh, hi, Val in Atwell. How are you? I'm good. Very good. Thank oh, you. Bang up for a crappy prize today. 
Um, I've been playing for months. I just never get through, so I'm Aww. probably going to get a crappy price. You legend. Do you feel like you work <laughs> what you walk away with a great stat or something useful for a, a party? Whatever works is yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's see how we go today, Val. Uh, Kimber's 100%. big ones. All you have to do is put these three things in order. And today I'm asking for you to put them in order from most to least. Mm-hmm. Okay, so biggest okay. first. In terms of population, we're talking about people living in these suburbs, the suburbs okay. of Belmont, Morley and Rockingham. Okay. Do your thinking out loud, Val. What do you think? We're talking about how many people live in the suburbs of Belmont, Morley and Rockingham, and I'm getting this from the 2021 census data. Okay. What do you think? So I'm thinking I'm going to ask Pete for help here because oh. we're both Docker supporters, so I have to go for Pete. Uh, and uh, we both love wrestling and The Rock. Oh, just that's Whoa, two. Another that's one. Val loves The Rock. Hey, I, I text you, Peter, on the 94-point app. I'm that lady that texts you all the time. We're, we're, we're The Rock people. We love it. I used to just sit and watch that for hours with my family. It's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. Oh, so okay. you have to help me. Thank you, Val. Well, we do have a text line. Anytime you text, send in your name too so we know who's talking to us. Um, 100%. Okay. You should have seen. uh, All right. All right. Here we go. Hit us. What do you need, Val? Well, I just, I'm thinking it's going to be Rockingham the most, Mm. then Morley, then Bentley. um, Belmont. um, Belmont, yeah. Why why Rockingham the most? Because I lived in Rockingham and I know how many people, and that's quite a becoming quite huge there. It's quite a big suburb, really, okay. isn't it? Okay, I'd, I'd follow your gut suburb. on that. Belmont and Morley. Can you talk me through Belmont and Morley? I don't know. I just think Morley is also a very big area also. It's mm. big shops. A lot, of, you know, a lot of people love Morley. Morley Galleria and all that. I've been around there and, yeah, I've driven it's quite a thinking. bit around there as yeah. well. See, yeah. it's, a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because, like, I spent so much of my childhood growing up in sort of Cannington, Queens Park, Belmont, so on and so yeah, on. And I, exactly. I felt the same way about Belmont. Like yeah, there was heaps of people big. there too. So See, I suppose it's going to be very from. close. It's going to be very close between mm. Belmont and Morley. What do you want to lock in, Val? Well, I'm going to lock in the most being Rockingham, yep. then Morley, and then Belmont. Okay. Let's try that. Well, I can tell you that in, in Morley, we've got 22,714 people. Okay. Wow. Uh, I can tell you Rockingham is 135,678 people. Yes. Right, huge. Rocky, huge. huge. Now, where does Belmont sit in all of that? Oh, God. That's what we need. Belmont has 42,257. So the actual order is Rockingham, Belmont, Morley. Belmont is twice the population of Morley. Jeez, there you go. There you go, go, Val. So well played, Val, and you get something from the fun bucket. I'm looking forward to that. Hey, um, Val, there's <laughs> yeah. still Mac Horton's uh, half-drunk water bottle from the South 32 Runners Channel Swim. Just throwing it out there. I mean, it's up to you. Okay. There are other things. Mac Horton's a pretty big there. deal. Hang on a second. Actually, Producer Kerrod, have you got that other thing still in your freezer? I do still have that other thing in the freezer. Tell Val what the, what what's in your freezer. I have that's Cody that half Simpsons. eaten burger, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you're right, Val. It's Cody Simpson's half eaten pie. Yeah, I, I heard that last time. I think that's a bit too old for me. I won't. I won't go there. All I think right, I'll Val. go. I think I'll go for that bottle. How okay, that? all right. Horton's bottle. Well, the boys will tell you what's in the fun bucket. But thank you for playing, Val. It's been a delight. It has been an absolute delight, Val. And we'll catch up and talk many things about the rock. See, I'm telling you, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, telling you. And also, it's been all women are calling up who are. 
loving the rock. Yeah. Let's talk about responsible drinking. Okay. And the times that it becomes irresponsible drinking. Okay. <laughs> Have you got any hangover cures? KFC. Every time. Every time. There was no question. There wasn't uh, even a pause. It's kind of like my, it's my excuse to do so. <laughs> um, but i got to admit, like when I was growing up, going out on a Saturday night, um, coming home at like three o'clock in the morning, the request the following morning when I was living at home was, mum, please, massive plate of pasta and meatballs. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, because it's just dense. It's just dense. I've always just been one for like it, maybe chips or like salted chips or a burger. A burger would be good. A good good greasy burger. But um, apparently, there's a better better way to fix your hangover, and it's not just your standard Barocca. Oh, I'm vitamin B. Oh, so if you're feeling low, no energy. Look for our famous group called the Vitamin B's. Classic Thank you. Channel 9 gear. Thanks, Channel 9. <laughs> um, no, Vitamin B is going to do nothing now. Uh, scientists have come up with a solution, a hormone injection. Okay. They reckon hormone injections, it's called the Fibroblast Growth Factor 21. Right. Or for those of you playing at home, FGF 21. FGF 21 sounds pretty good. It's a hormone that's produced naturally in the liver. It helps break down alcohol quickly. And when they inject it into mice, because, you know, that's how we do all our testing, apparently. Yeah. Um, it actually it helps them get better by twice the rate. So, so they can on. Incru- They can improve by a couple of hours. Did you say it's already produced by the liver? Yeah, it so is. So we've already got it in us. Yeah, but they're basically going, you need more of it. So we just inject it into you, and then that way it's a bit, you, you recover faster. So we're going to like we're gonna take some of this FGF23 or whatever it is out of somebody else's liver, <laughs> and I'm going to stick it in my liver. No, I think they're not going to take it out of anyone's liver. They're just going to create it. It'll be a synthetic version. A synthetic just, version. Yeah, exactly. And what do we but, do? So it needs to be an injection. So what? We're yeah. going to go out to Metro's on a Saturday night, for example, and then on the way home, just pop through drive through injection here. Have that. There's your FGF23. You'll be fine tomorrow morning, That buddy. doesn't sound too far of a stretch from the kind of things we do. drive through clinics. drive through clinics, get baby. Come and get now, just quickly, um, yesterday mm-hmm. we had a follow-up phone call to something that happened a couple of days ago that you brought to the show, Kimber, which was about me and my obsession with The Rock. Who's The Rock again? The Great One. <laughs> you might know him from children's movies. The People's Champ, okay? <laughs> okay? I know him from when he was The Rock, the man the most highest profile sports and the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, something has happened in the last 24 hours. And all of a sudden, whatever magic is appearing over the last week is starting to really take off. Oh, great. So if you've just joined us and you're hearing for this for the first time, here's the last couple of days worth of what's been happening. made a joke to Rami and Kerry a couple of weeks ago and I said, oh, next time you hear Pete talking about this, you should start recording him to just show him how much he bangs on about it. I want the rock. Because Pete wants the rock. I met him before and he's the nicest you guy. Do what do you mean? You met, you met the rock? I interviewed the rock on the red carpet once. This is the thing, right? People don't get it. The rock... <laughs> I don't know why. The rock was <laughs> the 
superstar of the Attitude Era. This was the the best storylines wrestling ever had. Kids have no idea these days what it is they're watching. There is only one way the guys are ever gonna get you the rock and that is if you become a wrestler. I have no regrets. We got a text message from the guys out at EPW. Do you know what EPW is? Yes, it's the local wrestling mob. Yes? Yeah, yeah. Dale on the phone from EPW in Malaga. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, guys. I was listening to your absolute obsession with rock and, uh, and with wrestling. It's an addiction. Um, look, I, th- I thought I'd reach out uh, to you, Pete, and uh, offer you an opportunity, lay down a little bit of a challenge, an invitation to the EPW School of Pro Wrestling training facility. Whoa! Come and learn and train and do some wrestling. Yeah. Maybe we'll teach you the art of pro wrestling. Maybe we'll train you to become a wrestler. Who knows? You might even... <laughs> You might even make it on one of our events one day. Right. I've taken my first big step towards that. What'd you do? I have locked in a session with Dale tomorrow after the show. Oh, really? It's happening. I'm going to EPW, and I'm going to go in all my gear, my sports gear, and we're going to get in the ring, and he's going to throw me around the ropes a little bit. Amazing. Now I'm I'm happy for you. And I'm glad that I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for everybody out there who is a wrestling fan who knows that it doesn't get its juice, right? Yeah, right. No, I, yep. because even yesterday when we played Alpha Bucks and we had a woman by the name of Stacy, and just out of the blue, right, mm-hmm. not even saying, hey, do you love The Rock, Stacy dropped this. Okay. Thanks, no Stacey. Worries. Next nice time. to talk. Chat to you then. Look, best, best of luck getting The Rock on the radio as well because like, I love him as well. So oh, oh, oh Stacy. Oh, well, you now that Stacy likes him, we might actually try. No, love him. I'm telling you, Kimmy, there's a little rock in all of us. This is not just for you and it's not just for Stacey. This no. is for The Rock. The Rock. All right. So, uh, yes, tomorrow after the show, I'm heading out to EPW. I'm going to have a go at this and then we'll hear more next week. Please film it. Please. Oh, of course we'll film it. We film everything on this <laughs> bloody radio station. This man needs no introduction, but we'll give him one anyway. He's the Aussie comedian, radio and television personality who's been keeping us in stitches for years. And now the Southwest will get a taste. It's Merrick Watts. Morning, Merrick. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Thanks for having a chat to me. Always oh. great to speak to you guys. Mate, what an absolute pleasure it is to have you, not just on the show, but here this weekend, Shelter Brewing in Bustleton. Yeah, uh, it's great. Yeah, Grapes of Murph, and you're bringing a whole heap of people along with you, which looks good. Yeah, we've got some great comedians that still line up. We've been waiting to get to WA, obviously, for years, but there was a small thing. I don't know if you guys uh, heard about it, but there was a thing called a... Um, a pandemic and uh, uh what mm-hmm. it yeah mm-hmm. what it really did is slowed things up enormously mm. um but we're finally bringing grapes of mirth the legendary grapes of mirth to wa for the first time at shelter brewery in uh in Bussai, so it'd be great well merrick there's many great comics uh to choose from but the lineup mm. i mean you know rove beck charlwood uh greg mm-hmm. larson you know there's, there's a bunch there but what do you think gets you on the list oh we we do take a lot of time to to pick the list for Grapes and Mirth. It is very curated so that we can get a nice balance. So everybody who comes to Grapes and Mirth gets um, a kind of uh, a, a smorgasbord of comedic talent. So it's not all the same. There are different styles. There's different deliveries and different jokes. And that way everyone gets something. If I may, Merrick, um, offer a suggestion. I used to do stand-up comedy and I did a gig in Bustleton and it was one of my last gigs um, because wow. things were going quite swell until the comic before me got up and said, so I've seen Bustleton, 
nothing going on here, is there? And then they got their pitchforks out. Oh, no. And oh, Kimber, did not, it, it was like the, the rest of us weren't getting a laugh that night. Why would anybody say that? That's a, no, obviously, firstly, incorrect and inaccurate. But yes. that is unreal. It's like, gorgeous. I absolutely love the place. I'm not even kidding. Like it's, and as soon as we said to the comedians we're going to Bustleton, like particularly Rovers, it's like I'm in, I'm yeah. in. It's a great. I'll definitely take in the sights and have a little bit of a travel around as well. Sneak into Marks, of course, and have a look as, as well whilst I'm there. Yeah, you got to. Now, are you are you all flying into Perth at the same time and then uh, jumping on a bus together and heading down? Yeah, it is going to be like a, a little bit of a Tarago mum bus. I'm driving everybody from Perth, oh, so. Right. I'm going to be driving the hire car and everybody's going to follow my rules, which is number one, no smoking, no right. eating, no drinking, no talking, only listening to my playlist of which consists of exactly three songs, all of them by Led Zeppelin and enjoy it. That's the rules. <laughs> Mate, uh, we're looking forward to this. This is going to be great. So um, a whole group of you can't wait. Tickets available from Mosh Ticks at Shelter Brewing. In Bustleton, it's Saturday, the 11th of March. So this Saturday from 2 until yep. 8. So it's a it's a monster yep. afternoon as well. Make sure you yep. stop by the Bunbury Farmer's Market on your way. Grab a pie on the way down. Great idea. Great right. idea. I'm going to do that. I'm going to bring the kids in there and stop off and have a pie. Fantastic. Lovely. And at least Stairway to Heaven is an eight-minute song. So that's, that's right. And I play that three times. That's the only... It's one of three songs that they're allowed to listen to on the way down. And as you know, it's a long trip. Exactly. And you're there. Good on you, mate. Nice to catch up with you. Always a pleasure, guys. Have a great day. Cheers, Merrick. Bye.